The following podcast features topics discussed by geeks or under the supervision of nerds. Accordingly, Geek Life and its producers must insist that no one attempt to recreate or reenact any of the topics or bad impressions performed on this show. All right, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Geek Life HQ, the show full of old men. As yeah. Justin is eating a mushed banana, and Matt has not made it because he's too tired and has to take a nap. It's a it's a cup of weak tea to your <laughs> daily routine. <laughs> Pretty soon, Matt's going to be like, "Can we do the podcast at five a.m.?" That's when I get up. I do my best man things at that point. <laughs> I get up at 5 a.m. I take my Geritol and then I do my podcast. Is Geritol still a thing? I don't know. I don't know. Well, ask Matt. He might know since he can't stay up past 9.30. I got, I got mush banana in my teeth. <laughs> 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 you know, it's so funny. Yesterday I was on a podcast. I was drinking beer. Today, mush banana. That's what, <laughs> that's what you get. You get Keep the geek life it ages you 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I need my potassium. <laughs> it's all it's my all good. My bones are weak. <laughs> oh, too much niacin. <laughs> oh, it's all good. It's all good, man. It's a, it's okay because you, you were off last week because you had some yeah. stuff going on. We recorded w- with Matt. I got caught up with everything Stranger Things related. So that's cool. And um, now you just... You know, before the show, we talked about this. You you got a shit ton of stuff to talk about. I did, and and since Matt's not here, we'll just jump into the big one that you you are excited to talk about. Let's talk about the offer. Yes. Oh my god, I fucking love it. Yes. Paramount Plus has the offer, which for people who don't know what the offer is, it is a movie about the making of The Godfather, and it is fucking fantastic, dude. I love The Godfather so much. I had never seen The Godfather until I got together with my ex-wife, right? Oh, you got to see this movie. You got to see this movie. Yeah. yeah, 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 whatever. It's like one of the greatest fucking movies I've ever seen. And it has oh, it is. the it is number great one, like the number one, like single, like shot scene in a film is that part outside of the hospital where uh, Enzo, Enzo, the florist, you know, he's there. Yeah. And he sticks his hand in as, as the guys drive by, he sticks his hand in to make him think that he has a gun and all that. And he pulls out the cigarette and he's fucking shaking and all that. Oh, yep. my God. What a scene. No, I mean, that movie was great. And to think of the cast that they had back then, that how many people would go on to become huge actors in that movie? Yeah. And, and I mean, like Talia Shire was in that, you know, uh, for Adrian from Rocky. Yeah. You know, and uh, Sophia uh, Coppola was in it. She she yeah. ended up doing it. Um, and uh, it, it's funny because like this one, they, they have like some little things. I'm like, is that true that the guy that they got to play Luca Brazzi was like actually a, like a weird mafia enforcer? Yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, they've got to take it some liberties with this shit. So maybe or maybe not. Who knows? But yeah, James Caan, you know, uh, Robert Duvall um, and um, uh, uh, crap. Like I can't. Al Pacino. Ooh, yeah. Uh... Well, Oh yeah! Oh, I don't know. Oh, <laughs> yeah, and I like the fact that they they go into the part of they, the guy who was the head of the studio did not want Al Pacino whatsoever. He's too fucking small, Ruddy. He's too fucking small. He, it will he never, he does never it happen, feel, Ruddy. He doesn't Listen, feel inferior. He doesn't. He doesn't make you feel you. Buddy. No, he's fucking awesome in this. And what's his name? Matthew something. Matthew um, Good. 
So Sarah knows him from this show called Discovery of Witches, which I guess he's on and all that. Yeah. And uh, I, I only know him from this. And I'm just like, holy shit. He I, is on the money fucking great. Well, not only that, I looked up like the real life people because as you're, as you're watching it, you start like Googling it because you're like, dude, is this shit real? The guy, Robert Evans in real life, he looks just like him. Yeah. That's the crazy thing. Like he looks spot on. Like they did. Ruddy, Ruddy's a little like like okay, you know, and yeah. like like Betty's close enough, and Ruddy's like close enough, and all that. Joe Colombo was fucking dead on oh, with uh, Giovanni Ribisi. Oh yeah, well, dude. Not only that, uh, Dan Fogler is Francis Ford Coppola. Yeah, just yeah. like him too, dude. Well, I mean, he's he's obviously a little bit heavier and all that, but uh, not man, much. Fogler fucking rocked this role. Dude, I you like know, Dan Fogler. I've always liked Dan Fogler. I like I like him as a supporting character, not the main character. Yeah. I, I find him problematic as the main character. Like Balls of Fury was cool, but I couldn't take a whole bunch of that. You yeah. know? So it's like, okay, all right, good. But you're not gonna give me like his whole show, right? Okay, good. Yeah. You know, like that's like I, I like him even in like the Fantastic Beast movies and all that. He's the part of the movie I actually like. Yeah. You know, I and and I, I don't. Like to, I like him back from his old smaller TV roles that he had, like uh, the, the, the uncle. On, uh, yeah, the uncle on uh, uh, on uh, fucking the Goldbergs, and then uh, there was another TV show he was on. Shit, let me go find the name of it. It wasn't a long-lived show, but I actually really liked the show, and I was sad when it got canceled. Well, he he was awesome in Fanboys, where oh the uh, show Man Up. Oh, I don't know that one. Yeah, it was a short-lived show, basically about dads, and he plays like a just like a loser. Was that the one where the main character was from uh, the whitest kids you know? Uh, he might have been from yeah. the whitest. He was from like Miss March and all that. I think so. Uh, the main guy in that was. Was Mather Zickel? Are you trying to send me to the fifth dimension? <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> Mather Zickle, Zickle, Zickle. <laughs> yeah, that's what he's from. He's from, I guess he's an I Love You Man, Balls of Fury, Reno 911, mm-hmm. Bones. Man, Bones, huh? Yeah, so he's in a lot of TV shows. but Fogler from Balls of Fury. Um, I want to say, wasn't he in Good Luck Chuck? I think. Uh, like he yeah, found the he woman. Was, yes. He was the plastic he, surgeon who found yep. the woman with three breasts. Yep. He was in Good Luck Chuck. Yep. That was uh, uh, the one thing I remember about Good Luck Chuck. He was also on The Walking Dead. Folkler was in that. Damn. I guess he was in Jay and Silent Bob's reboot. The reboot. I don't remember him in it, but. Yeah, I don't remember either. I don't know what part he played, but I mean, maybe. Let me pl- see where, what does it say? He Looks did. just like Kevin Smith, so maybe he played Kevin Smith. He played Chronic, yeah. Okay. So I'm going to say, yeah, for the Chronic and Blunt Man, he played Chronic. Well, um, Blunt Man was uh, Val Kilmer. Yeah. <laughs> and then he was in a lot of low budget movies. Yeah, Fanboys sticks out for me. Like that was great. Oh yeah, Fanboys was fantastic. I love the, uh, I love the scene with the argument with Seth Rogen. Yeah, Star Trek versus Star Wars. 
how great is it that that's a movie about how excited people get for Star Wars? And it was about episode one in the time before when everything was like building up to it and all that. Yeah. And it's kind of a beautiful sentiment, even though it's not like the best movie ever made. It's like he saw it and he's like, you're going to like it, you know, and I mean, he, it was nice of him to lie, but, he, <laughs> you know, <laughs> it, it was just like an interesting kind of simple time. And then afterwards, when we realize it's like, wait a minute. This is some like horrible commercial to sell toys to children that yeah. are about like racist things. I mean, this is weird. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I like fanboys, but yeah, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. I like. I, I'm just, I'm just thinking. <laughs> I'm like, but you were still damn funny with those bagpipes. I don't know yeah. why a long cape Polly popped into my head there, but you're still funny as hell with them fucking bagpipes. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, the offer, great show. If uh, you gotta go, if you have Paramount Plus, watch it. It's not a short. It's not a short watch because every oh, episode's about an hour and forty minutes. But it's a good watch. Yeah, I mean, it's it's like combining what you love <laughs> about like movies and how yeah. movies are made and the process along with the Sopranos. Yeah, and then it's like all of the back door sort of like mafia type of stuff that goes on and goes into all of that. And then, so you're, you're living three different, three different shows here. Oh yeah. You know, it's like, Oh, well, do you like the corporate drama of how are they going to meet their budget? Well, do you like the drama of, are they going to get Burt Reynolds and, or do you like the drama of, you know, Joe Gallo is going to assassinate him if he doesn't pay him money. Yeah. You know, it's like, this is nuts, man. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's 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 hard to explain what kind of series it falls into because there's comedy, there's drama, there's great stuff. Yeah, it's not exactly like a dark comedy. Yeah, it's, it's I mean, it's not a comedic drama. I mean, it's it's kind of biographical, but clearly it's like not 100 percent. I'm sure. Yeah. You know, um, it's it, yeah, it's by his own choice, baby. <laughs> yeah, it's your own choice there, Randy. You fuck me good, buddy. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's um and then between that and like Charlie's like, what are you doing, <laughs> dude? I, I will I will say if that was true, the conversation that uh, the head of what was the company, uh, Western Western and Golf or something, Gulf yeah, and Western Golf, yeah, Western and Golf. If that if that Austrian guy really did tell the mob to go fuck themselves, I'm like, dude, that guy had some stones. Dude, he he really did. You see that that uh, episode where the guy tries to uh, take him out as CEO. He's like, you're off the fucking board. (laughs) (laughs) You haven't heard the last of me. I bet I fucking have because I'll eat your liver. (laughs) This is great. And and that guy, you know, he was in um, Dark Knight Returns as uh, Roland Daggett's assistant yeah yeah his, the assistant he was in game of thrones as like the this like assassin and stuff i'm like shit yep. i know who this guy is Fern gorman he was also in pacific rim yes yeah that's right i, I had forgotten about that yeah uh what else was he in enola holmes i didn't really i didn't watch that and i kind of don't plan on watching that and he's in a bunch of movies a bad I've person. Never, he's been in a bunch of movies i've never heard the tea cozy. Hmm. <laughs> I smothered her with a fucking tea cozy. Ah, yeah. <laughs> ah. But um, you, you've got um, uh, Betty. It was uh, Juno Temple, right? And uh, yeah, you know, from, Kiwi. Uh, 
Eric Keeley from uh, one of my other favorite shows, Ted Lasso. I mean, like going from that character, this character, I'm like, okay, she's kind of like Keeley without without the accent. Yeah, and she does good without her British accent. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she does a great job of covering it up, too. Like her uh, her American accent's pretty spot on. I didn't know she was in the Dark Knight as well. Yeah, she played uh, Catwoman's sister, who technically takes over for a little while. Um, and in the comics, uh, Black Mask, uh, Ewan McGregor from the Birds of Prey, actually kills her and then forces Selena Kyle to eat her, a la Cartman and Scott Ten- Tenderman's parents. Oh. Yeah, it's kind of horrifying. So. I see that. Yeah, uh, it's funny that they never went there in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I can see why. Yeah, I know, right? A little cannibalism among friends. Just a she, little bit. She was really good. I think that she brings a lot after Ted Lasso and all that. She brings a lot of gravitas to this role where it's like people are like, oh, shit, they got the girl from Ted Lasso. I need to watch this. Yeah, I definitely think that she she helped, but Miles Teller did a great job by himself. I think they could have probably cast a lot of people in that role. Fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think... Um, Wait, you were saying they, they could cast a lot of people yeah, as his they, role? I think they could have, not as him, but as oh, okay. Betty. I think they could have recast Betty as someone else. Maybe. Oh, sure. Sure. I Yeah. No, he's him in Matthew Good and, and Charlie and Colin Hanks. Colin Hanks' yeah. role, uh, Lapidus. Oh, yeah. I was say, awesome. All the main ones like Miles Teller, Giovanni Ribisi, mm-hmm. Matthew Good, Dan Fogler, and Colin Hanks. Vern Gorman, dude, they all do great. Like, I don't think he could replace them. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, um, and and uh, Mario Puzo's character was awesome. Like, just uh, like kind of like this this uh, short Goomba kind of guy who's like his wife is is telling him to stay on his diet. He just wants to yeah. eat lasagna in the pool. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you, you did say uh, Giovanni Ribisi did a great job, right? Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, he, he did great with his his mob accent that he kind of. Couldn't understand him sometimes. <laughs> you you got to learn at a young age if you got what it takes to hit yeah, a guy over the head with a baseball bat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, is this guy looking for Ted? <laughs> the only one, I, the only character that I really just kind of was like, eh, was uh, the Justin Chambers who played uh, Marlon Brando. Yeah, you know, he looked like Brando, but um, maybe he wasn't weird enough. I don't know. Yeah, he looked like Brando a little bit. Like, I, I don't know, like a young Brando. I thought he had a pretty good uh, likeness. He was definitely a, a supporting character. Would you have uh, cast someone else then? I don't know, maybe. I mean, I do know it's true that real life Marlon Brando didn't re- re- reverse any of his lines or anything, so they did have to put on two cards. And shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, I mean, I, I was watching a thing on um, Howard Stern with Robert Duvall, and he's like, oh, yeah, he did that all the time. Yeah. It was just his way. <laughs> Robert Duvall. <laughs> he's great because he always sounds like at the end of the sentence, like he's shouting at you. you know, he's like, pass me the ball game. What? <laughs> What'd you say? Robert, ball game. <laughs> Robert Duvall is in one of my all-time favorite hit movies, Secondhand Lions. Yeah, dude, Secondhand Lions. <laughs> We're brothers. Well, yeah. Looking <laughs> <laughs> out for a lion. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, but like Lonesome Dove, though. Like yeah, that's a that's a good, fucking yeah. great one, you know. Um, didn't he do Open Range as well? Uh, I think so. It was Kevin Costner. I think he wasn't that. Let me. Yeah. 
I mean, really, if you go back to, you know, six degrees Primal of fear. Robert Duvall was also with uh, Giovanni Ribisi and gone in 60 seconds. That is true. I had forgotten that. Which it's means funny. they could have got they could have got Nick Cage. I'm uh, I'm Mr. Ruddy, and I'm here to make a film. Uh, and uh, they, they should have got Nick Cage just to play Marlon Brando. They, oh man, that would have been cool. <laughs> that would have been cool. And, and it's funny because like he's the 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 real life nephew of Coppola. Yep. Yes, you he know? is. Uh, yeah, open that... Range. Yeah, Robert Duvall was in Open Range, Lonesome Dove, Apocalypse Now. Yep, that was his big one. After Eight. after this. Days of Thunder. He's in a lot of fucking movies. He's in a lot of good movies too. Like yeah. that's that's a thing. It's like he's one of those actors where it's like, yeah, I'd probably see that. I'd see that shit. I mean, he definitely is in like a fuck ton of good movies. Well, like you look at it on the other hand, like uh, James Caan, right? He's been yeah. in probably more movies than than most of those guys, right? You could probably take a third of his films and be like, not good. Yep. You know, like that's and that's that's like easy, you know, and I'm not even counting like that's my boy. But I mean, it's like you you could be like like just a third, just cut him off and be like, yeah, probably not a good film. (laughs) But I'm just looking at Robert Duvall. I've never realized like he was in some fucking hitter movies, like a lot of them. Yeah. When was the last time you watched Apocalypse Now? uh, It's been a long time. Yeah, it's been a while for me, too. I should probably get on that. But I'm just saying he was in something to talk about. Phenomenal. I have seen that about Crazy 17 Heart, times. Four Christmases, Apocalypse Now, Bullet. Yeah, I, I didn't see movie. Bullet. Um, I, I've seen parts of it. I haven't seen the whole thing. Yeah. Four Christmases, he plays the dad. Yep. <laughs> yeah. All right, boys, going to work it out together. <laughs> he was in The Natural. Yep. yep. He was in the original True Grit. That's right. Because uh, he was talking about how. Um, there's a misconception that he didn't get along with John Wayne and he got along with John Wayne just fine. The issue was he didn't like the director. He he thought the director was being an asshole. Yeah. And he was in gone in 60 seconds, Jack Reacher, Godfather, deep impact falling down. That's yeah. Deep impact, man. Days of thunder falling down. He was the cop D defense defense (laughs) to kill a mockingbird. The original one with Gregory Peck. 1962. Yeah, wow. Apocalypse Now, Lonesome Dove, Open Range, The Judge. Dude, he's been in some. I don't remember The Judge. That was with, uh, yeah, with uh, Iron Man. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, Robert Downey Jr. I thought that was the soloist. No, that was Robert Downey Jr. and. uh, uh, I thought I thought uh, Duvall was in that. Jamie Foxx. Yeah, I thought I thought Duval was like the judge in that movie. <laughs> I don't no. know. But, uh, it's yeah. okay. It's not important to ever watch The Soloist, so I'm good. Yeah, I I, I think I watched part of it. Yeah, uh, I mean, it's so meta because it's like he literally had a radio moment in that movie. Yeah. And it was like, you, you have full retard. <laughs> <laughs> End quotes. <laughs> yeah, you never, yeah, you never go. <laughs> Jamie Foxx is over there going you m- make me happy <laughs> <laughs> oh but uh yeah dude offer go watch it it was good shit yeah and I mean like Miles Teller is gonna win something for this like either it's 
best, you know, uh, best series, best actor, lead actor in a series. Like, there's no way that they're going to pass this this over. This I, is, I will say this is definitely Miles Teller's year, dude. You got The Offer and you got Top Gun Maverick. Yep. And he was just in that new movie on Netflix, Spider whatever. Spider oh, he's in that one, too. Yeah. And I don't care for the Netflix movie. It's definitely a direct to Netflix movie. It sucked. Uh, you don't need to watch it. Save yourself. Is it better time. than Spencer Confidential? No. It was not. <laughs> no, not at all. Is it better than Bird Box? Honestly, I think I'd watch Bird Box. <laughs> <sighs> you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it, the movie is so boring. Like, I thought, oh, Chris Hemsworth, Miles Teller. It should be pretty good. The whole time I was waiting for it to get good. You can't watch Chris Hemsworth in a non-Marvel movie with the exception of Cabin in the Woods. And and I'll give you like his parts of the Ghostbusters movie were the best parts of the movie. But other than that, I mean, like you're going to watch him in Driven or Black Hat or was it Driven or Drive or whatever? Uh, It was Driven, I think. But I did like that one about the racing movie. Did you like it because of his acting? Not because it was. Oh, yeah. I, mean, I like I like car movies. You know that. All right, and maybe that's not fair because of that. I'm I'm just saying, like in non-Marvel movies, he's not. You know, like like oh, well, you can take Robert Downey Jr. and put him in something and be like, shit, man, he was fucking awesome in that. I mean, he you know, did all, just, he he did all right in the new Men in Black movie. I didn't hate the new Men in Black movie, but you did watch it. Watch it. <laughs> hey. He did all right. He did really good in Star Trek. Yeah, his first his first role is like, what do you want to name him? Tiberius after my father. Yeah. And he was good in Red Red Dawn. I did not even see that. Um, that was a good movie or it was a remake of the original. Well, I mean, yeah, I love the original like and the original is not a great movie and I love it. So I think Chris Hemsworth's in Jojo Rabbit. Was he? I was yeah, just talking some... about about that with my dad. He's like, I love it. It's one of the top ten movies. And I'm like, is it is it one of your top ten portrayals of Hitler, Dad? He's like, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> it doesn't have him listed, but it says in his casting credits he's there. I don't know. Maybe he does the voice of the unicorn. Don't you I mean me Jojo that. Rabbit was a great movie. Yeah, I I agree. It's it's a great movie, but it's also kind of a hard watch. Yeah. You know, it's like you get to the end there and you're like, ah, and I know you don't like uh, what's her name? Was it a is it Rumor Wilson? Rebel Wilson. Rebel. Yeah. You know, well, here's the thing. I don't my Rebel Wilson in supporting roles when she's a main character. She's horrible. Yeah, she's got like that black that Jack Black sort of thing going on. Yeah, like she's just too much when she's by herself. Like you know, I some like people it. can pull that shit off and some people can't. Yeah, like she can't. Yeah, you know, it's it's so funny, like even thinking about it. I know this is like a big segue away from this, but like going back to like one of our favorites, like Ernest, yeah. Ernest fucking owned it. Even in the most terrible movie like that he you could make, like Ernest in the Army or Ernest Goes to Africa or something like that, he still owns it with credibility and beats out like fucking Gulliver's travels. You know, that's, that's because I mean, 
One, I'm not suggesting a, that it's a better movie. I'm just saying he did a better no, job as a lead actor. No, that's and I know that's what you're talking about. And I'm going to yeah. say, well, I think it comes down one for that. James Varney was a fucking classically trained theater actor. Yep. So he knew how to deliver everything. And I, it's all about delivery. And I don't like it when it, that you could tell they're like forcing it to where it's just like, it's not funny. You're forcing it. Is that, Varney, the, is that the director's fault then? No, not necessarily, because I think anybody could direct James Martin, but he just he had he could deliver earnest in such a way that it wasn't like over the top, like forced. You just you believe that he was just like a dumb hillbilly redneck. And see, I was thinking of like when you have Jim Carrey, right? Like uh, you just let him do his thing. Right. When you have Jack Black, do you try to rein him in? Do you say, hey, just try some stuff, you know, like this? Because. Like I said, I like Jack Black, but I like Jack Black in small doses in like different roles. Yeah. You know, like like Shallow Hal was great, but he was subdued in that. Yeah. He wasn't like like all over the place. And I know we we're talking about the offer and I just like totally went off well, here. No, but, like, I mean, we were kind of done know. talking about the offer. stuff. So. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I'm an offer. I couldn't refuse. But no, I mean, yeah, because even I'm kind of like I can't take Jack Black in too much. Unless he is just like over the top and I'm expecting him to be over the top. Like, like Jumanji spot on, like yeah. exactly. Like, yes, that's what we need. We need Ju- Jumanji level of Jack Black. Like, like I like tenacious D, but I know that I'm going to get over the top Jack Black. And, and I think you can expect that there, which is, which is okay. Yeah. You know, and it's like, all right, I was, I was prepared for this. Good. Yeah. Like I came in wanting that. Like I, I just watched um, probably for the first time all the way through a couple months back. I watched High Fidelity. What a phenomenal fucking movie! Yeah, you know, like like I could watch that movie probably like another hundred times. I I just enjoyed the fuck out of it. And um, Jack Black is a big part of why that movie is so good. Yeah, no, Jack Black is not a bad actor. Like I like School of Rock and all that, and High Fidelity, and I like roles that he's in. But I think yeah, you, you just gotta kind of let Jack Black. Jack Black. Yeah, I mean, not everything's going to be Orange County, you know? Yeah. But there's some times that, yeah, they're just a little over the top. Like Rebel Wilson, like, I, I don't mind her in the Pitch Perfect movies. I actually like those movies. Yeah. I, I, I don't That's what I'm saying. I don't mind. I don't her tell in people movies. I like those movies, but now I have. Yeah, I definitely I like them. I, I like musicals, so. I'm just saying, I liked her in that role. I hated her new movie that's on Netflix. I'm not watching that shit. I watched no, no it. Offense. And, well, dude, you know I like Sam Richardson, so. Yeah, oh, shit, now I gotta watch it. He's he's in there. So you know I'm a big Sam Richardson fan, so I watched it because of that. And yeah, no, it's just, it wasn't great. I don't know, maybe because she lost weight, she just looks weird now. Yeah, she does look a little weird, and it's like, okay, I'm I mean, like, good for huh. her for losing the weight. I I bought her. As, yeah, you know, but I don't know when you when you see Rebel Wilson, you're expecting Rebel Wilson. She she's been in some stuff that I've I've liked because she's played like the the kind of crazy friend. Like, um, was that? Yeah, she, that... Play, she plays a really good friend sidekick. Yeah, yeah, like like that's a good role for her, and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, it's like. Like you kind of have that Jason Alexander thing going on, but like yeah. as a as a lady. Yeah, because yeah, I really liked her 
and uh, uh, bridesmaids too. And she's like, I got a free tattoo. It's a Mexican drinking one. Wait, they, they made a bridesmaid too? No, she was in the original bridesmaid. Oh, okay. I was like, geez. <laughs> she played, I was uh, in a fucking heart attack. <laughs> no, no. She's in the she's in bridesmaids. She plays uh, Tina, uh, uh, not Tina Fey. What the hell is her name? Shit. Kristen Wiig? Yeah, Kristen Wiig's roommate's sister. Oh, yeah. Okay. The British guy. I get it. Yeah. No, I liked her in that. I like Chris O'Dowd. Yeah, Chris. I love everything Chris O'Dowd. <laughs> I even yeah. watched. Uh, I even watched Cuban Fury, and he's pretty good. Uh, Cuban Cuban Fury. Is it about yeah, a sandwich? Him and Nick Nick Frost, and they basically danced the whole thing. Oh, I would watch that shit. I I loved him in Dinner for Schmucks. So yeah, no, you got to watch if you haven't watched it. Well, yeah, I believe it's called Cuban Fury. It's Nick Frost plays like a like a kid who is like a dance aficionado and then he got he quit dancing and then later on in life he's trying to pick it back up and chris o'dowd plays like his like rival at work and like they're both like no you're talking about malibu's most wanted right now no you're definitely talking about jamie kennedy's film malibu malibu's most wanted no no cuban fury it's great dude human chris o'dowd have like a fighting dance scene in a parking lot oh my god that sounds great (laughs) <laughs> that sounds very righteous gemstones too. So <laughs> I fucking love that show too. Can't wait. Yeah, for that's that. that's a great show. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. The offer, man. That the offer is is going to be one of those films or, or those things from this year that you're you're going to see when it comes to award season and all that, and rightfully so. It's it's probably like the most compelling series that I've seen in maybe like the last three to four years where it's like, I could not wait for. Everyone thinks because you're a zombie, you don't know good coffee. Well, they're wrong. We have very active lifestyles. It's not all wandering the countryside aimlessly or scaring passing motorists. And we all love a good cup of joe. And there's only one brew that gets my seal of approval. Deadly Grounds coffee is my guilty pleasure. Bold, robust, delicious. It's coffee that can wake the dead. (laughs) With over a dozen different roasts and flavors, Deadly Grounds can satisfy the most finicky of coffee addicts. The aroma is so intoxicating. It brings all of my neighbors out of the woodwork. Deadly Grounds coffee. Coffee to die for and zombie approved. It's good to get a little deadly. disgusting you know my lunch break on the day that the show came out so i could watch the next episode yeah and that's what i love that's and 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 another thing i did this week was i got into another show that did that to me and that was ozarks oh i've heard that's good but i started binge watching it because i was home working from home i put on one episode because i'm like uh i'll just put it on in the background so i won't pay attention to it and i got sucked in I yep. finished. I finished all four seasons. I think in three days. Oh wow! And fucking loved it. If if you like the show Power, that was on Showtime. It's like Power, but with Hillbilly. Yeah, I, you really talked about that one a lot. I've never watched it. I just that that was on Stars, wasn't it? Uh, sh- was it on Stars or Showtime? One of the S's. Yeah, it's on. It's on one of those. The uh, you know the the one with Shannon Tweed. That's. <laughs> What? That's both of them? 
All I know, uh, uh, another guy making his rounds. Paul Reiser, dude, he's in everything. Yeah, I mean, I I saw him, of course, in Stranger Things, and then watching the boys, I'm like, son of a bitch. Well, just because you said Sharon Tweed, it reminded me of that Paul Reiser when he's sitting there and he's like, Shannon Tweed, I did her. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Shannon Tweed. It's like, yeah, that was a fun night. Yeah, I was just like, fuck, dude, he's popping up in all these nerd shows. Yeah, and, and him and Brando, he's like, there I am, you know, doing Anne Margaret. And and apparently, you know, they tell me Brando was deep in me. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> uh, that's a that's another show that uh, I can't wait for the next episode is The Boys. Yeah, so um, you're caught up. You're on episode uh, four. I think episode five comes out tomorrow, right? Because it's out on, on Fridays. Yeah. Yeah, Homelander's a fucking nut, dude. Like he is nutty, and I like I like the way they're going with uh, Soldier Boy. Oh yeah, and I I like the fact that Butcher and uh, uh, what's the other guy's name? They keep taking the uh, temporary V. Oh, Huey. Yeah, Huey. But like he's like I can teleport. I just squeeze my butt cheeks, and I can teleport. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's um. It's, it's getting to the point where it's crazy. Like Matt and I were talking about this this last week on how, um, you know, literally this is the first time they've seen somebody sh- uh, like shrink down and climb inside a man's pee hole and uh, then sneeze because of too much cocaine and explode. That is a first. Those are not easy to come by nowadays. That is definitely a first. And the next episode, I guess we're getting hero gasm. Uh, oh, is that uh, that's another character? No, I guess all the heroes are going to get together and have a big orgy or something? I don't know. They keep talking about this hero-gasm. I don't know. It's th- This last episode with Soldier Boy was fucking nuts. Dude, like, how just, great was it that Seth Rogen too pops up? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that. Do that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> He's yeah, being yeah. like a total creep. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, couldn't, I couldn't think of who that actress was. I'm like, she looks like a Kate Blanchett sort of... Uh, She's... Uh, did you ever watch The Walking Dead? Ah uh, yes, yeah. Like what? She season? was in The Walking Dead. She played. She was blonde. Oh, okay. All right. I I know who she. That's why she looks familiar. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she was. She was like the girlfriend of the old guy, right? Yeah. 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 That that one, Annie or something. I don't know. Yeah. Matt would know. Matt would know. Yeah, I I don't know. I like. I'd love to tell you that like The Walking Dead was my thing, and I know it's so many people's thing. I was like a casual fan. I'm like, it's all right. It's just. I, it's not my thing. I got into it, and then after like four seasons, I kind of lost interest. Isn't it? Isn't that funny that a show can go on past to the point where it, it's like you just don't care anymore? I feel yeah, like but, like Cheers was kind of like that, where yeah, you're man. like you check out, and Simpsons is definitely like that because you could check out for ten years and come back. And you're like, oh, this shit's still here. All right. Like, I can't remember the last time I watched a Simpsons episode. There. I only watch them on Hulu now, like the new ones and all that. And um, like this last two seasons, I think it was like 31 and 30 and all that. Pretty fucking funny, dude. Like uh, it, it, they're not going to get the credit, you know, now because people are like, oh, it's so old, you know, whatever. But it's like if you watch it, you're like, this shit's like still on point. Like they've got their finger on the pulse and they know what they're doing. Dude, I, just, I, I wonder how much money like Hank Azaria banks every year from the Simpsons. Yeah, I mean, he's getting a couple mil and all that. So, well, dude, you know. he's going to get more than that because you got to think you're getting your per episode of the new ones, plus you're getting paid for the old ones. 
I don't think they get royalties for Disney Plus, dude. No, they got to get some. No, I was I was talking to an actor about this, and um, it all depends on on how it's set up. But generally speaking, you do not get royalties for things that are paid on uh, paid streaming services. It's a loophole. It has to be if it's on cable, if it's on TV, something like that. But well, um, the Simpsons are still on TV. I, I, dude, I, I haven't watched like real live TV until like, I don't know if I go to like an elderly person's house somewhere. Yeah, I don't know. I, I know that people still have like cable and DVRs and stuff like that. But it's like I am so far removed from that lifestyle. I'm like, oh, yeah, people watch things on the television. Yeah. <laughs> I always joke when, uh, when I'm with my fiance. I'm watching my programs. Yeah, my programs. <laughs> what time is my program on? Oh, yeah, it's my program. I'm going <laughs> to do that and butter up my feet. What? <laughs> I'm going to sit in my rocking chair and watch my program. I'm going to polish my gun and watch my program. Watch my program. I, I used to watch, I used to like watching sports, right? But yeah. I would watch like baseball and I'd watch boxing or MMA or stuff like that. So like that's that's what I would primarily watch on on like television. So I, I can honestly say that like my week in geek would be a lot different if I had cable because I would be watching like baseball for like three quarters of the year when it's on. They're like, what are you doing at seven ten every night? Well, I'm watching the Boston Red Sox game. So yeah, it's what I would be doing. So win or lose anything, you know, I just uh, that's that's my thing. But uh, yeah, without it, the only you know, I watch is football. So. Well, you, well, you like basketball, too, don't you? I like basketball, but I don't watch it like regularly. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Um, fun. I'll give it a watch if there's nothing else. But am I like scheduling a night to watch it? No. I like highlights from basketball because it's cool. And, um, you know, like I like watching when you've got like a really talented player and you're like, oh, shit, look what they did. That's really impressive. But like otherwise, the entire sport bores me. And, and um, it's just again, like we're, we're talking going back to the theme. It's not my thing. I just um, like golf, like yeah. golf and basketball. Sure. Golf. You you guys go. See, That's baseball for me. I'm like, eh, I'll watch it if I have to. I think um, Nickelodeon's Pete and Pete said it best about baseball. You know, um, it's like watching a hundred little games in one big game. And that's, and that's the perspective I have. Cause it's like, Oh, this guy's going to steal second. So it's the guy on first, you know, the runner versus the pitcher, but it's also the pitcher versus the batter and, you know, the catcher trying to work with the pitch. So it's like all these little intricacies that go into it. And it's like, I find that so terribly interesting get drunk at baseball oh yeah no i mean that's part of the fun too getting drunk and yelling at your tv that is a huge huge uh part of baseball to be honest i never i have only watched i can count on one hand how many baseball games i've watched on tv because i don't watch baseball on tv i can't did you um did you play baseball as a kid oh shortly yeah you played more football then yeah Football, basketball. Yeah, see, that's that's the thing. I was a baseball guy, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. baseball. Yeah, I used to live over in Wrigleyville, so I used to go to the Cubs games all the time. But I primarily went because it's like a big bar. Oh yeah, yeah. Your, t- your tickets like getting entrance into a bar. Did you uh, did you ever pick up women there? Sure. 
Oh, okay. You don't remember. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I always got drunk, so I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> You're like, what do you think? Thanks a lot. It's like, oh, wait. No. <laughs> what well, are you saying? Plenty, there was plenty of Cubs games where it's like, how did I get home? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I've had nights like that for I, sure. I was in a baseball game earlier. How did I get to my bed? Yeah, I just, geez, I, I remember getting dropped off like on my lawn because I was like wasted drunk or something like that. And it's like I had to get up and, and move because there was a skunk coming after me. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> it's like I go to get in the door and I can't stand straight. So I lean on the house. I'm leaning on the fucking doorbell. <laughs> I'm like, smooth. <laughs> I've gone to a ton of Cubs games and I've enjoyed many of them. I, the the one game that I got to sit next to like Vince Vaughn that was full of shit. He's like, hey, hey, I know, I know, you got a lot of questions. Just, just, I, I, I want you to just be quiet, uh, just for it. Number five. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't bug him, but it was just cool as shit to be like, dude, me and my buddy, we went for, a, we were supposed to go scout uh, bars for our hotel to uh, like emulate how they work. Well, we ended up just buying Cubs tickets and going to the game. Oh, that's awesome. That, that's uh, is that a Todd story? No, it actually was not Todd. Okay, it was another guy, John, that I used to work with, and uh, yeah, we were walking past Wrigley Field. The guy's like, "You want to buy tickets?" In the it was already like the first pitch was already thrown. We're like, "How much?" He's like, "Dude," he's like, "I just want to sell them ten bucks." We're like, where are they? He's like, "Oh, section like one hundred. So we're like, "Shit!" Like down, at the, like, we we're right down at the bottom. We're like, yeah, we'll take him there. Yeah, we sat down, and I'm like, dude, is that like Vince Vaughn, like three seats away from us? Did you get to say hi? Uh, we waved, but didn't really go over. I didn't want to be like, hey, man, I'm such a big fan. I feel like a dick when I do that to, like, celebrities. I, I think it depends. Like, um, I think if you said it to someone like uh, Chris Kattan, he'd be like, really? <laughs> well, yeah, like Chris Kattan and Andy Dick and all them are just excited someone remembers who they are. Yeah, uh, Andy Dick has like that uh, entitlement. He's like, "Well, give me your cameo money." Yeah. <laughs> He'd be like, "I need it for bail. <laughs> Buy me a drink." I got the heroin addiction. <laughs> addiction. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd, I'd still love to talk to him on a podcast and be like, "So, from the Ben Stiller show to in the army now, what the fuck happened after?" <laughs> Like, let's just roll through this. Like, what happened after news radio? Yeah, it's like, yeah, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't even know. I heard that he was one of the guys that was giving Phil Hartman's wife uh, coke. Probably. Yeah, that's uh, that that made him not very popular. So I can imagine so. he's just not popular anyway. But. Yeah, that's why we give him such shit, you know. Because like with, with with Wilford Brimley passed on, Andy Dick is ripe for the for the kicking. They need to have a Wilford Brimley cameo in Obi Wan. Just saying. <laughs> Liam Neeson got a cameo in this last episode, so uh, I feel that Wilford Brimley should have one too. You're like, damn, Ewix. <laughs> <laughs> Obi Wan, you, you can get the Ewok shit off my door. I just want him to be like, I feel like you spent a lot more on this one than our movie. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. He's like, go ahead and use the force. You know, go ahead, use it. I'll wait. <laughs> Did I ever tell you the force causes diabetes? <laughs> <laughs> good, good. 
you know, I, I did see uh, my, my buddy Tom when I was staying with him in uh, in Connecticut. He, he showed us this uh, John Goodman sketch where he played uh, Wilford Brimley on Saturday Night Live. Yeah. He's like, no, that's not true. I've never had oatmeal a day in my life. <laughs> I just eat liquid beef. You know, it's like, <laughs> like what? <laughs> He's like, I, I see you got a breather on Darth Vader. You got the diabetes. <laughs> they took my foot. <sighs> <laughs> Both of them. You know, a bowl of oatmeal every morning. I hear that. That's why I get my Darth Vader breathing supplies from Liberty Medical. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. He's the funniest jazz musician I've ever talked to. That would be, that would be even better if he's just going around on one of the planets handing out flyers. Dude, could you imagine if Brimley was alive and he was in the fucking cantina on uh, on the Mandalorian or something? That's what I'm saying. Like, they need him in the background in, like, one of these episodes, like, handing out flyers. Come come to Tatooine, listen to my band play. <laughs> you want to hear us play? What kind of music do you play? Jizz? Okay, I'm not touching that one. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, so I I have not finished the last episode of uh, Obi Wan. I've heard it's really good. Um, it is good. It's definitely a. Uh, it's definitely it is a good one. Um, you want to move into Weekend Geek? Sure. You'll have to do Matt's Weekend Geek too. Uh, Matt's Weekend Geek is he had a bowl of oatmeal and he's avoiding the diabetes. He told me he jerked off in my old uh, catcher's mitt. <laughs> <laughs> That's why this show is never going anywhere because of comments like that. I was quoting Goodwill Hunting, okay? I, I believe Matt got his senior citizen dinner and fell asleep immediately for this weekend. I heard uh, something about Duncan Nut Taps, there, guy, and uh, Donnie Wahlberg. Matt went down to the Sizzler, and uh, you know, I heard uh, he was gonna he was gonna make a night of it and go to the Home Depot and then the Olive Garden. <laughs> Him and Shannon, they they uh, they went to the Home Depot. They just but the podcast. He didn't have enough time. Yeah, exactly. Like I only gave you twenty four hours notice. <laughs> <laughs> he must have had a doctor's appointment today. <laughs> oh man, there's so many good slams. I mean, it's like he's well, dude. Okay, Matt's he's just old. He went to a concert last night. He's still recovering. That was Tuesday, dude. That was Tuesday. (laughs) That was two days ago. He's still recovering. I I have to say, in his defense, I don't know if I would be the same way because I might have to be like, oh, my fucking back hurts and my ears are ringing and shit. You know, what was it? It was it was like, you know, like, like, I don't know, Yo-Yo Ma or something. (laughs) Yo-Yo Ma. Yeah, you know, like, like, I'm like, yeah, motherfucker, play Chopin. I went to Michael Bolton. Now I'm I'm tired for the week. Giant squid. (laughs) Does he do that at his concerts? I don't know. If he did, I would totally go. Yeah, here we go. We're in the club again. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Captain Jack. Jester of Tortuga. <laughs> oh man, that's that's got to be one of the the best fucking viral videos they've done. That was that was great. All right, I I digress. I've what what did you do this week for your ge- weekend geek? Okay, weekend geek. Well, I'm catching up here because I uh, basically did two weeks. Here yeah. Um, I watched. Uh, fuck, now I can't remember the name of it. The new Sandra Bullock movie on Paramount. Lost Plus. City. Lost City. 
wasn't horrible. Wasn't great. Brad Pitt was the best part of the movie. What about Daniel Radcliffe? How did he do? Eh, not your favorite, huh? No, I, I honestly don't think he was a good villain. As as you you know, you got to put it, baby. He's not very big. He's not very menacing. You get what I mean, baby? Yeah, let's go it on, buddy. Yeah, buddy, <laughs> Daniel yeah. fucking Radcliffe will never be a villain, baby. <laughs> yeah, dude, if he was alive, you would have said that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's a Paramount that. film. So yeah, and uh, then I watched uh, Sonic Two, and I fell asleep just like I did. The oh Marvel my one. god! I can't believe it. Like I, I swear I was in the theater with you twice, and both times you fell asleep watching Sonic. Yep, and, uh, I, I, I full disclosure, I loved it. I fucking love Sonic 2. Even the cheesy dance scene in Russia and all that. I fucking loved it, dude. I would like to say that I saw it, but uh, I fell asleep. I don't know what it is with that movie. It's like Sonic it hypnotizes you to go to sleep. It does. I can't stay awake for Sonic. Did you, you at least see like the Jim Carrey parts? I saw some of them. Yeah, like he's hilarious. But yeah, dude, there's, there's Sonic and uh, the movie Boss Baby fucking knocks me out, too. I'll take your word on that. I mean, the only only baby I watch is like uh, maybe Million Dollar Baby and um, Baby Geniuses because that shit was funny. I used to have kids running around here, so I had to watch Boss Baby. Yeah, that shit knocked me out fucking cold. Always be closing. Remember I said that. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I did that. Like I said, I watched Ozark. Yeah, Uh, Ozark's supposed to be pretty good. I've been meaning to get in that. I think um, it it was... I was told it's a mixture of two different shows. One of them's Breaking Bad. What's what's the other one? Was it like that '70s show mixed with with uh, Breaking Bad? No, I wouldn't say that. 70s. No, not that. Okay, I couldn't remember what. I mean, to me, if you've ever watched Power, it was the redneck version of Power. Oh, okay. Because Power takes place in the city and all that. This takes place in the Ozarks. So your cast of characters is kind of the same. You need actually one guy is in power and he's also in Ozarks and he plays the same type of character. So um, yeah, I would, I would say it's power. If you ever watched power. Okay. If you've never watched power, I would say it's say power again. Power. Okay. <laughs> power. <laughs> so yeah, that, that's what I would agree to. Then uh, because I started watching that, I liked it. I started watching breaking bad cause I never watched it. Yeah, I I've had issues watching it, but my issues stem from a previous relationship. So I watched that with like with like a, a pretty big girlfriend. Like that was like a big one in my life. So it's like I don't want to relive that. So are you saying that she was a big part of your life or that she was a large woman? No, I'm saying it was like right about when you met me and all that, I had started dating her and stuff like that. And it's like, that was like a really serious relationship that like ended badly. So I just, it, it broke bad. Like literally. So it's like, she took, she took my desire to see breaking bad to, to its completion with her in, in the breakup. So I just, I, it's one of those things where it's like, someone's going to tell me for my entire life and how good it is. And I'm just not going to be able to do it watching it i'm saying like okay but so far ozarks to me is more entertaining really yeah ozarks the, the cast of characters that they have in ozarks is great yeah it's uh jason bateman right yeah jason bateman um 
Who else? <laughs> Old man fashioning a canoe out of a tree. <laughs> Who is? Let me get the cast up here. Let me get the cast. Yeah, I need to get on that one. It's um, is are they still making episodes or is it done? No, the series is completely done. They wrapped after season four. Okay. Was well, Laura Linney? Oh, okay. And I will say Laura Linney's character changes so much during the show. It sounds like Skyler on um, um, uh, Breaking Bad. I, I remember I, as far as I got, like, then she started, like, getting really crazy. I'm like, oh, wow. Yeah. yeah. And then Julia Garner, she plays a character, Ruth. She's really good. Actually became one of my favorite characters. Lisa Emery plays this lady called Darnell, dude, or Darlene. Darnell, Darlene. Uh, Darlene's fucking crazy. But it's it's got a good cast. It really does. That's cool. Harris Eulen. He plays a guy named Buddy. He's got a real raspy voice. Uh, what movies was he in? Remember I said that dildo. He was in... Uh, Quoting a lot of outside Providence today. How's that, Landon? You remember that Harris one? Eulen. He plays the doctor in Multiplicity. I like pizza. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like that. And uh, speaking of which, we are on six twenty three twenty two as we are uh, recording this, and this was the day that uh, the Batman was released in nineteen eighty nine. So what what are we at? That is uh, twenty almost thirty years ago. Yeah. Yeah. What are, uh, it was thirty three years ago. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, I also watched the valet. <laughs> oh yeah, um, is that any good? It wasn't bad, but it wasn't great. If you have time, like if you're just looking to kill time, you're not gonna hate it, but you're not gonna love it. That's that was the impression that I got because that guy's pretty funny, and, and I know yeah. he's like he's in like a bunch of Spanish movies, but he does like crossover stuff too. He was hilarious in Dora the Explorer. Like yeah, I didn't mind him in Dora, and actually I didn't mind him in the remake of Overboard. Yeah, you said you liked that one. I I really started out with the overboard. Like, how can you can't remake it? It's a classic. I'm gonna hate the remake. And I will give Anna Ferris and him credit. I didn't hate it. I actually enjoyed it. You generally like or dislike Anna Ferris? I generally do like her stuff. Yeah, I do too. I mean, I liked her in Just Friends, uh, scary movies, you know, yeah. uh, the house bunny. Uh, take me home tonight. I'm like yeah. pretty much everything that I've seen her in. I'm like, I like her. I could yeah, see I why, do, you know, like uh, like she, I, she I, was really, really up there for a while. on like the, uh, like the comedian list where it's like, oh yeah, they, let's get her in this movie and shit. And then it's just like, all right, married Chris Pratt. Married Chris Pratt. But yeah, no, I like her. Um, he was all like, I want to go play super Mario brothers, mouse rat. You know, <laughs> After he fell into the pit and broke his arm. Yeah, he did. Well, I was drunk. <laughs> but, uh, oh, yeah, and I watched Top Gun. Fucking awesome movie. Oh, the new one, huh? Yeah, I need to see that. New Top Gun was great. Excellent. I heard the stunts on there are out of this world. They are. You got to see it in the theater. I, I think I will. I think that'll be something that I maybe go see. We were looking to go see Jurassic Park maybe this weekend and all that because I want to see that on the big screen too. I, I saw Jurassic Park and I mean, do you want do you want my honest opinion? Yeah, definitely. Tell us your opinion. 
I did not like it. It's my least favorite of all of them. What? Even over Fallen Kingdom? Even over Fallen Kingdom. Wow. I'm going to do the R2-D2. It is my least favorite Jurassic Park movie ever. Wow. That is rough. Yeah. Maybe but, maybe I'll just watch it because I, I think we have a bootleg of it here. So. Yeah, dude, if you have a bootleg, save the time because to me, they had the cast, but it's it just doesn't hit for me man yeah that's that's rough it was not good and it's it's not like it was like production quality was bad or anything it's just yeah that's not the problem i mean like even mile 22 had good production value yeah. you know it was it's, just the fucking story was garb yeah the story of this one's kind of like eh and damn the use, the use of their big actors you know from like the original and everything you're just kind of like eh they show up for five and seconds get eaten you're like fuck <laughs> you know, if they got eaten then maybe it would have been more enjoyable yeah. but yeah no it just it's sad when i have to say it's my least favorite that's uh wow i i gotta watch that now because i mean like i'm starting to wonder if morbius is a better film than that yeah, like, and, and it's sad that, like, I thought maybe I just felt that way, just me personally, and then reading online reviews, like, a lot of people. Wow. And like I said, I mean, it's not horrible, but it's, I guess, I guess my main problem with the movie is it's nothing new. Like, it's the storyline's nothing new. It's pretty much the same storyline as the exact same as the last movie. They're like, we're going to remake Jurassic Park 3. You're like, um, I'm gonna stop you there, guys. <laughs> I would have probably taken that remake. <laughs> no, dude, literally, like the storyline is pretty much the same as the last movie, and I guess that's just where it gets boring because you're like, it's the same shit. They're like, we get it. She's a fucking clone. Yeah, it's like, like guess what? We don't care. <laughs> we don't care. We could use some Tommy Lee Jones. All I know is I heard there's a return of a very, very famous character. Dobson, Dobson, yeah, Dobson, Dobson here. See nobody cares. Dobson is in it. Um, his character is basically the only way I can say he's plays Steve Jobs. He's like, he's like, I've been trying for thirty years to steal a dinosaur. <laughs> like, take Steve Jobs and Tim Cook from Apple, and that's the character. Oh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's wow, but yeah, that just. The use of the original cast to me was just like horrible. Wow. So you, you really saw a lot here. You saw all of those series, Top Gun and uh, Jurassic Park. That's, yeah. that's a, a loaded, loaded gun right there. You know, Dude, I've, I've been binge watching a lot. Wow. Yeah. But uh, yeah, some good ones and some bad ones. Like I said, Top Gun, dude, fucking phenomenal. So let let me ask you this with with that is that top gun um like does it stand up to the original or is it just like a nostalgia type of thing or is it like a good movie on its own like where does it fit i think it is for the most part if you've never watched the original it can be a standalone movie oh okay there are are scenes like should my, my fiance, she she's never watched the original, so she did have some questions like, "Who is that? And why are they talking like that?" But for the most part, you can watch it on its own, and it's a good movie. 
has a soundtrack that's the important question they use a lot of like uh, the old style stuff okay cool that's pretty cool because like you, you want that kenny loggins and uh otis redding and um geez did yeah, he do other, only you yeah yeah i mean i i think there even is a highway into the danger zone played in the movie that's such a that is such a bopping soundtrack man i i remember when I used to run like the electronics department at uh, target, I had like a CD that I would test these things on. Yeah. It was always the top gun soundtrack, you know, cause you put it in it. Bah, 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 bah. <laughs> Dude, everybody knows that song. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's just yeah. like, it's such a vibe as the kids say, you know, yeah. I got to say, yeah. If, if you're going to go to the movies this weekend, skip Jurassic Park and go see Top Gun. I think I, I'm going to because I know you well enough to know that, you know, um, this is not like Sonic where you fell asleep because yeah. you were bored or something like that. Like, I could tell your genuine distaste for this film. Yeah, <laughs> so. like, and it, it's not like you're going to leave like I you're like, oh, that was complete garbage. But you're going to leave just disappointed. That, no, that was, I'm I'm okay with that. I don't I don't need to live that. Yeah, that that was my main thing. Was like I was ex- I guess maybe I thought of too much. I was like, okay, they got the original Jurassic Park people. Maybe it's gonna they're gonna do this and it'll be great. But it was like, oh, okay. And then like they have some new random characters that show up and like, oh, isn't it just convenient that they have access to that? I I think my list would probably go. One, two, world, three, fallen kingdom, and then this one will probably fall like wherever it falls. But you know, yeah, um, I, I would have to say, yeah, mine's about the same on that list. Do you like three better than world? I like the beginning of world better than three, but once they get off the island, I don't like. <laughs> well, no, that's that's fallen kingdom. Yeah, I know that's what I'm talking about. Fallen kingdom and three. I no, because Jurassic World is the one that was before Fallen Kingdom. Yeah, I know, and I'm saying I like the your your one oh, okay. two world three and Kingdom. Yeah, and, uh, my... and I'm saying I, I like the beginning of Kingdom when they're on the island getting. Oh, the okay, I understand now. I yeah. like I like Act One. I really liked Act One a lot. Then once the volcano erupts and they get them on the land, Act Two sucked ass. Yeah, it was um, it was not good. Like. Uh, it was ill-planned, and um, I don't. I feel like they started out and just kept writing the movie as they were as they were like finishing it. They're like, I don't know, we got jeeps and shit. We'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this this new one is a kind of continuation of Act Two of Fallen Kingdom. It just sucks. And there's I, the the movie's opening is just like like that. that no. <laughs> yeah. Like basically, I'll just say it plays has Chris Platt playing playing like a I will say like a dinosaur rancher cowboy. <laughs> yeah, that sounds that sounds about right. And the scene is just so like that could never happen. Like it's just stupid. So basically, you're telling me he's Fred Flintstone. No, dude. If <laughs> if you watched the scene, you would think he's like the fucking. Terminator. Well, he did marry his daughter. Yeah, he did marry the daughter. Wow, we're really we're really delving into Chris Pratt's love life on this episode. 
it's a real to what tomorrow war paradox, you know. It's Chris Pratt's world. Pratt's world, Pratt's world, mouse rat, party time. But yeah, if you got a choice between the two, Top Gun, Jurassic Damn. Park this weekend, go see Top Gun. You won't be disappointed with Top Gun, and actually, you'll leave and probably gonna go want to go watch it again because wow, I want to go watch it in like 4D. Oh, move. That'd I think be cool. The movie would be fucking phenomenal in a 4D theater. Yeah, no kidding. Because uh, the jet scenes in that movie are fucking top did, notch. Did you um, did you go see it in IMAX? No, I saw it in standard. Makes your butthole pucker. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much, but yeah, I saw it in standard, and it was still amazing. Yeah, I I definitely I'm I'm gonna get out and see that one. I think. Yeah. Just, it's just one of those movies. Uh, my my friend Ken calls them popcorn films. Yeah. You no, know, it's just you know, and and it is. Uh, it's a popcorn film. It. It's enjoyable. You leave happy. You don't leave disappointed. It's been you a know? while since we had something like that. Like, I mean, I obviously like Sonic, but you know, yeah. you you didn't. So you know, I'm just thinking. I don't hate know. Sonic. It just puts me in the food. I don't know what it is. I I don't think it's like like my thing with Breaking Bad right there. I don't think I can break you of this thing with Sonic. It's just gonna. Like I'm not even gonna try because yeah, it's like his voice just puts me out. Yeah, you're like oh, James Marsden. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll, I'll go into my week in geek. Right. Um, so uh, last week I was talking about this because it was just released on last Tuesday. Was uh, the Shredder's Revenge uh, video game on uh, PlayStation, Xbox, and uh, Switch? So I have been playing the shit out of this game. Yeah. You can play as all four turtles and each turtle has like a different attribute. Like one of them has a longer range or one's faster or hits with more power. You play as Splinter in April. And when you beat the game the first time you get Casey Jones. So it's up to six players multiplayer at one time. And there's like 16 levels to go through. Three of them are like skateboard levels. It's phenomenal. It's so good. So I, I've beaten it like eight times. Yeah. Is it is it better than the original uh, Ninja Turtle arcade game that's like unbeatable? Um oh oh the Nintendo game? Yeah. I have I have beaten that. I, I'm actually really good at the damn level, you know, going through and swimming because yeah. for a long time that was like the only like I had that in DuckTales. So you're gonna play the shit out of what Nintendo games that you have. Yeah. So I did, and I got really good at those games. Um I mean like it's it's nothing new in terms of like, like, you know what you're expecting going in. You're like, okay, the levels like this, you're going to fight a ton of foot soldiers. There's going to be some traps and stuff like that. And, you know, maybe there'll be like a surprise the first time you play it, but now it's just like you get down the formula and you can just go through. It's just fun. It's fun because you can play a level. Like you can go back and pick whatever level you want to play at any time. So if you want to just beat the game and play like, like, and fight, like, super shredder or something like that go ahead you know you you can do that as many times as you want whatever and it's fun it's it's just like that feeling that i got from playing video games that i don't have anymore you know at 41 i'm like this is more of a hassle than fun you know no i know that feeling that's it's fun when you do get a game that you you can get into oh yeah and and i mean like playing with people online you know, and, and we're all trying to go through and, and uh, go through. And I had like six people, like like a total of six people playing. And I'm like, this is ridiculous, man. Like yeah. you, you think about like how easy the game could be when you have six people. What console are you playing on? I'm playing on PS4. Oh, okay. So I, I downloaded it 
the hard copies I don't think are out in stores yet, but they did like this whole thing. The soundtrack on it is really cool. Like there's some, some really interesting sort of hip hop songs and all that. And um, it's, it's like really well-made. I'll say that like, it's, it's fun. All the original uh, turtles, uh, their voice actors came back to do it. They didn't get the original um, splinter or um, April. And obviously James Avery passed away for shredder, but um, you know, bebop and Rocksteady are in there and, all the voices are spot on. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun, man. Like I would, I would recommend this as like, if you're going to buy a game that you'll play over and over, get this one. I would still want to play the Ash versus. Yeah. I've, I've seen that and I've seen it. It's around, it's going for like 50 bucks and all that. I don't usually get into like the, the multiplayer games like that, but I was seriously considering it. Like I want to play as a uh, Pablo. <laughs> <laughs> but um, they they have um, I think Kelly's in it too. Like you could play as Kelly. Yeah, probably. I don't know, but I want to play. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it it reminds me a little bit of like that. Um, is it Dead by Daylight or something? Where where you um, and I know that Ash is a playable character in that too. But yeah, it's it seems kind of fun. Like, but it's got like that Fortnite aspect to it, where it's like a bunch of like online multiplayer games. Yeah, okay. I don't know about that. Well, I, I've played Fortnite a couple times. It's not a bad game. Like it's it's one of those things like like with Call of Duty where the people that play it make it terrible. You yeah. know, but it's like the, the game itself, it's like, oh, this is actually like really well made. Like Fortnite's pretty good. Like well, I mean, it I looks amazing. It grow to the popularity of what it grew to Yeah, it's I mean, I feel like it fucked up a whole generation of kids. You know, it's just like like, oh, are you doing a stupid dance now? Okay. All right. Yeah. I'm like, I'll smack you later where no one can see. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's that wouldn't be my kid. Like, I'm just kidding. I beat my kids in, right in the open. Yeah. <laughs> I hit him with a sack of Valencia oranges. Doesn't leave a mud. Doesn't leave a bruise. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. So, so uh, that um, I, I've been watching the boys. Uh, I caught on Disney plus Miss um, Marvel and Miss Marvel is uh, a new Marvel um, superhero who is basically like a 16 year old um, Islamic girl yeah. who is like a super fan girl for the Avengers and loves Captain Marvel and all that. And she ends up getting um, like powers and, and she gets them different in this than she does in the comics. But um, I can tell you this series has so much potential and she is probably the most likable character in the MCU that I've run, run across like in the past six years, you know, like just in, incredibly likable and just like you're rooting for her and you're like, wow, like I really want to see what happens with this. It's just kind of a compelling show. And I, I would highly recommend this for someone who's looking for something to watch and likes, likes the idea of like getting in on another Marvel thing. This is really, really well done show. I have not watched it, and I don't know. It's it's kind of been on the do I watch it or not. I don't know. I liked it. I so far my favorite has been Loki of all these series. Like I really liked Hawkeye, and I know a lot of people didn't, but I really liked Hawkeye. Yeah. So I mean, Hawkeye, like Hawkeye, Winter Soldier, you know, um, WandaVision's probably my second to least favorite because Moon Knight I didn't get, and and I mean, I just didn't get it. I'm like, all right, some shit happened, whatever. Well, you should like this. You like superheroes. I'm like, is he though? I'm like, what the fuck is it? 
I, I almost could say I think I've officially hit like superhero burnout to my new superhero stuff. Doesn't really appeal to me. You did like Peacemaker. I did like Peacemaker. <laughs> okay, I I like I like them when they're dirty and raunchy. Yeah, yeah. So the boys and when they're different, the wholesome superhero stuff. I've kind of I think got burnt out on like the Disney. I, I like this show, and I think this show's got some some good potential, so I'm going to ride it out, and we'll, we'll see where it lands. Um, after watching the Multiverse of Madness and all that, I I don't really have more of a respect for WandaVision, because I think it's like, it was good, and it was bad, and it had a lot of those things that balance yeah. it. So in the end, it's like, it gets a C. So it's like, you came out average on something that should have clearly been well above average, based on the amount yeah, of money that you put into it. To be honest, like her character, even in, in in the Doctor Strange movie, kind of bored me. What what bugs me is like how she wiggles her fingers, like all like yeah. slow and stuff. Like I can't fucking she stand looks like it. An old lady with arthritis. When she does that and slips in and out of her accent, I can't yeah. fucking do it. And I, I'm just like, I'm like, excuse me, can we get a better actor? <laughs> I'll tell you about Cherry Street. The chance is not taken. <laughs> It's like <laughs> we do the accent, Benny. We need to do the accent. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, a little Wayne's World too in there. But <laughs> yeah, this is, we're gonna pull her out and get Charleston Heston's ghost in there. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, we'll get Mike Myers. Do I not cry? <laughs> <laughs> I promise myself I wouldn't cry. This is not real film in this camera. Dude, I I have been meaning to watch the Pentaverse. Uh, the the oh, I tried to watch it. I've been horrible. meaning to watch it. I'm halfway through the first episode. I it's it's literally just a victim of timing because whenever I wanted to watch something, I didn't have time to finish it. It's it's like I'm like, okay, you got Keenan uh, Michael Key in this. And I'm like, all right, let me let me check it out. And I'm on episode three, and I just gave up. Wow. I did um, the the other one that I did watch, which is a little bit older. I think it was from last year, but um, Apple TV did a musical uh, parody called Schmigadoon. I did see. I never watched it, but I did. I remember seeing the preview for it. It was great. Like and I um, guess they did pick it up for another season. Oh, it's uh, wow! They would bring it back. Yeah, that's awesome. That's great news. Like uh, Alan Cummings in it. Um, let's see. You got Fred Armisen. Kristen Chenoweth, uh, Cicely Strong, who actually is the producer on it too, and yeah. and I I hold hold this to be the irrefutable truth that she is the most attractive woman who has ever been on Saturday Night Live. You look her up. <laughs> yeah, I got I to get a refresher of what she looks yep. like. Cicely Strong. Yep. But uh, uh, Key is on it from Key and Peele. Uh, he's on it. Martin Short's in it very briefly. Um, Let's see who else. Uh, they, they got like a bunch of Broadway actors and things like that. But um, you know, it's it's a really fun movie or series. I guess I could give you that. Yeah, she was. Yeah, I guess that that would be a, a fair assumption. Yeah, and I mean, it's like it's not like there's not a lot to choose from because I mean, like. Like if we were to like rank them all, like I'm I'm sure, but it's like she's my number one, and I'm like, and she's funny as hell, so. Yeah, I figured you would say that. She's she's on the list. I'll give her top five. 
just because. But that Rachel Dreck, huh? <laughs> oh yeah, that. Uh... You know who else is on there? Like surprise, like uh, should not surprise us though. But Jan Hooks, like old school Jan Hooks. Can you say Adobe? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she'd be on my list as well. But yeah. Chris Farley in a wig. <laughs> yep. Yep. Ellen Cleghorn. Lay off me, bitch! I'm starving. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I love that like Bob Odenkirk wrote the van down by the river sketch, yeah. but he wrote it like a year before, and then he left. <laughs> it's like they did it. Oh my god, it's insane. I think it's just funny that Bob Odenkirk was a writer on SNL for the best series. You know, yeah. like the best seasons. It was like, oh shit, that's all like Odenkirk and Conan O'Brien and um, uh, like Al Franken and. You know, like Mike Myers and Dana Carvey, yeah. like all of them together. Well, I'm just saying, like Bob Odenkirk, because like you watch like nobody. Yeah. And you're like, okay, I don't get comedic actor from this guy. <laughs> yeah, it's he does a good job, man. Like, yeah, and, like Better Call Saul and all that. I mean, you forget he was like one of the the main characters in in fucking Incredibles too. Yeah. You know, it's like he's he's got some range, and it's like about time that that he was coming. He also had his first heart attack. So, yeah. Oh, speaking of heart attacks, so I did watch um, every single thing that has been on um, TV lately about George Carlin. So um, I watched the Hall, which was the the Hall of Fame for uh, Robin Williams, Joan Rivers, uh, Richard Pryor, and George Carlin. So, and I, I'm like, that was great. Like the whole thing. Apparently, you know, apparently, you know Ron Brando and Richard Pryor, they were lovers, baby. Who say Ron Brando? He loved me. That's why I let myself on fire. Apparently, they like to, uh, you know, he was doing Shannon Tweed. Brando was in him. It's, it's funny. My Richard Pryor impression to me sounds slightly like my CeeLo Green impression. <laughs> and I, I was doing CeeLo Green the other day. And I forget what it was. He was singing something, and I was like, "You see, you're running around town with a good idea." <laughs> it's all tooth. You just gotta do it through your teeth. <laughs> I love them Muppets. Them Muppets is crazy. <laughs> he almost sounds like a Tyrone Biggums. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and I do believe a hint of nutmeg. I never told you when I wrote crazy, I was on rocks. I still steal car stereos. Hey, Joe Rogan. I wrote crazy on rocks. <laughs> oh, fucking Joe Rogan. Samson? Mr. Samson, I'm sorry. Hey, Joe Rogan. You may not. You may I did. Not. Um, <laughs> so, so. <laughs> I love that Tyrone Biggums episode with the fear factor. Oh, my God. Like when he's laying on the worms, he's like, Hey, Joe Rogan, I'm just going to take a nap. Can you like, turn the lights off? <laughs> oh, balls. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I forgot about that one, actually. <laughs> Joe Rogan, this may surprise you, but this is not the first time I tasted penis. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever suck dick for, for <laughs> weed? <laughs> Got to go back to that that Bob Saget, but um, man, I I have been wanting to watch on Netflix the uh the it, it's on the list. I I need to watch it. I want to watch it, and I'll probably watch it. Um, uh, maybe even I tonight didn't know after this. Gary and Bob Saget were friends. 
They started out at the same time, and um, they were under uh, Rodney Dangerfield's wing. Oh, I, I didn't know that. Because before he died, Rodney Dangerfield like was so close with um, Bob Saget. You know, they were like like they were like father and son relationship. They were like brothers, you know, like it was it was like that. And if you go way back to the 80s, like when they had like the comedy specials and all that Rodney Dangerfield presents, it was Bob Saget and Jim Carrey and like, I don't know, like Larry, whatever, you know, like I can't remember that guy's name, but. Like there, there was like a whole bunch of comedians and stuff like that that came out, like probably like Dom Herrera and shit like that. Like yeah. like those comedians that are no longer like really doing it. But um like like uh yeah, and, and Jim Carrey was like right there in the mix of it. So they've got history. Uh, I, did, I did not know that. Yeah, it's a Canadian thing, I guess. No, it's, <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, um, the last thing was uh, the George Carlin. Uh, it's a two-part documentary by um, uh, Judd Apatow on um, on Apple. I think it's on Apple, or is it on HBO Max? HBO Max. Yeah. So it's it's really good. You know, it it goes into a lot of stuff that you didn't know about the man and um, like his personal life and just when you see what he was like on stage in that persona versus like how he was. And, and it's like, he was a person that just cared so deeply about so much stuff. And you're like, that doesn't seem like the same guy, but he just was able to like compartmentalize and like pull this shit out. And like, to this day, like Carlin is that voice that it's like, you hear in the back of your head when you're like, that's fucking stupid. You know, it's like, you're like, yeah, a- absolutely. And, and it's like, who was on Conan one time? I think it was Ryan Reynolds when he was talking about when he met Carlin. Oh, jeez. Like, he gave me an autograph that said, fuck you, mm. George Carlin. He's like, I Keanu thought Reeves. Was, yeah, and then I thought it was special, and then I saw someone else, and they had, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I think um, uh, Alex Winters was like a really big uh, like a uh, friend of Carlin and stuff like that, so it's like they had stayed pals since uh, Bill and Ted. I was speaking of Alex Winters, I totally forgot. I watched The Lost Boys too this week. Thou shall not drink. <laughs> it's like, what, what, oh, what was it? A cry, little sister. <laughs> I totally forgot. Fucking Alex Winters was in that movie. Oh yeah, yeah. He's um. I mean, I feel like he just laughs in the movie a lot, yeah. and then like <laughs> screams when he falls into a bathtub of holy water. But yeah. like, what else does he do? You know. Oh yeah. Yeah, By the was, way, that's a fucking awesome movie. <laughs> I was gonna say, it's the best Corey's movie. Yeah, like, um, I mean, it's better than Dream a Little Dream. It's better than License to Drive. Yeah, it's the best Corey's movie, like, without a doubt. Yeah. We the Frog Brothers. <laughs> they do cameos together, man. Those two fuckers. Yeah. Yeah, it's $500 to get the Frog Brothers to say something to you. Ridiculous ridiculous man well i that's probably it for for us today you know we we've been waxing poetic for a while you know you you did quite a bunch of stuff yeah i was busy on the on the watching i'm gonna i'm gonna take a uh uh i'm gonna take a, a play out of matt's book and uh from the book of mel gobson and i'm gonna drink a baja blast mountain dew on the shitter I'm going to get a cigarette, I'm going to get a Mountain Dew, and I'm going to take a giant steaming shit. I'm all hopped up by Mountain Dew. <laughs> You're going to take Sarah's war medals and throw them yeah, off? Yeah, her war medals are fucked. 
<laughs> or, it's, a good, it's a good thing that none of us are married to like a person in the service because they'd be like, what happened? We got drunk and threw your war medals off a bridge. Yeah, like that's never happened to be like, hi, uh, yeah, I need to replace my war medals. Why? My kid threw them off a bridge. I really want to go to a flea market and find war medals so we can all get drunk and throw them off a bridge one day. I am down for that, actually. <laughs> but uh, I, I don't know if that's illegal. Well, more illegal than throwing them, but like... <laughs> Like, we're just doing what the movie said. If you're not first, you're last. What does that even mean? <laughs> God. <laughs> we can't go. Uh, I mean, yeah. Like, I'm glad we got back to some Wayne's World quotes and stuff like that. But you, you got to quote Ricky Bobby. We were cellmates, me and you. This is egregious. <laughs> egregious. Wrong kid died. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> Ricky Bobby, dude. That's a great movie. Oh. So uh, join us next time. We'll probably be talking a little bit more about uh, upcoming movies like Prey and things like that. On uh, Hopefully Justin goes and sees Top Gun. Yep, and I'm going to go see that. Yeah. And uh, check us out, Geek Life HQ at Geek, Geek Life HQ on Twitter and Instagram. And uh, you can check out our Facebook page. We always got something done over there. Um, and, uh, hit us up on Instagram for uh, AARP specials to pass along yeah. to Matt. Bush the, bananas. Uh, you can't stay up nine thirty anymore. <laughs> <laughs> he's got to. He's got to get a soft dinner. So we. Uh, we. Please pass along any discounts for a soft. Soft. Yeah. Dinner. Please uh, send your Campbell's uh, low reduced sodium uh, tomato soup cans care of the duo fines. <laughs> or, or if you can find some geritol and send it. To me. <laughs> I gotta get him an eye mask that says uh, "podcast prep" or something on it so he can sleep. A, we have to get him a pair of BK blockers now. Oh my god! Oh man, I want to get him like custom toilet ma- paper that like uh, the roll says ten minutes to podcast" or something. <laughs> oh my god! Hurricane. Oh jeez, the hurricane. <laughs> Maybe a uh, uh, life alert. I've fallen and I can't podcast. <laughs> oh, that's fucked up. Uh. Are you a fan of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles or the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle comic books? Then Epic Tales from the Sewers is a podcast for you. We cover the comic books, video games, movies, cartoons, and anything else turtle related. We talk about the toys, we talk about the cereal, we talk about all the fun things about turtles that we love so much. So give a listen. You can find us on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and more. Check out Epic Tales from the Sewers, part of the Epic Airways Podcast Network. Give a listen, dudes. Cowabunga is this podcast for you. Hey, what's going on? I'm Steven. And I'm Sammy. And we are the hosts of the CSI Vegas Files audio podcast. If you're a CSI fan with some time to kill, we offer weekly episodic breakdowns starting from season one. Every week, we rate, review, offer fun facts, and expose continuity errors, all while reminiscing about one of the greatest franchises in TV history. So grab your magnifying glass, your fingerprint powder, and your listening device, and listen to us on all major podcasts and distributors, and on the Dorkening Podcast Network. Greetings! We are the Retro Reductopus Cephala Podcast, the bi-weekly show that celebrates all the things that made growing up awesome. He's right. We wax philosophic about lots of geeky crap like old video games and movies, toys, cartoons, I don't know, help me out here. Music. Pants. 
quoting video games that don't have dialogues. Shabibans. Tasty news. Unnecessarily long Japanese onomatopoeia. Butt breathers. Uncomfortable nature facts. Or how to install a samoplange. And unlike all those other podcasts, we at Retroidocubus have an exciting rotating host schedule. Do we? We sure do. So, if you didn't like the guy flapping his gums this week, like me, worry not, gentle listener. Next week, we'll have a whole new host. Of problems. Hey, they might still suck, but they'll suck differently. And you know what's really cool? Retroidocubus is part of the Dorkening and Inebriar podcast networks with new episodes every technical Tuesday. Which is like every other Tuesday. We named it. Anyways, you can listen to us at iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, or any podcast player cool enough to carry the only show that celebrates all things that make growing up awesome.